Hello, and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan, and it's a pleasure to have you here. It is October 10th, and we will be reading paragraphs 2211 through 2218 today. And we are in the middle of the fourth commandment, honor your father and mother. And we will talk about the family and society today, and the duties of family members. So we begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The political community has a duty to honor the family, to assist it, and to ensure especially the freedom to establish a family, have children, and bring them up in keeping with the family's own moral and religious convictions. The protection of the stability of the marriage bond and the institution of the family. The freedom to profess one's faith, to hand it on, and raise one's children in it with the necessary means and institutions. The right to private property, to free enterprise, to obtain work and housing, and the right to emigrate. In keeping with the country's institutions, the right to medical care, assistance for the aged, and family benefits. The protection of security and health, especially with respect to dangers like drugs, pornography, alcoholism, etc. The freedom to form associations with other families and so to have representation before civil authority. The fourth commandment illuminates other relationships in society. In our brothers and sisters, we see the children of our parents. In our cousins, the descendants of our ancestors. In our fellow citizens, the children of our country. And the baptized, the children of our mother, the church. In every human person, a son or daughter of the one who wants to be called our father. In this way, our relationships with our neighbors are recognized as personal in character. The neighbor is not a unit in the human collective. He is someone who by his known origins deserves particular attention and respect. Human communities are made up of persons. Governing them well is not limited to guaranteeing rights and fulfilling duties such as honoring contracts. Right relations between employers and employees, between those who govern and citizens, presuppose a natural good natural goodwill in keeping with the dignity of human persons concerned for justice and fraternity. Roman numeral three, the duties of family members. The duties of children. The divine fatherhood is the source of human fatherhood. This is the foundation of the honor owed to parents. The respect of children, whether minors or adults, for their father and mother is nourished, nourished by the natural affection born of the bond uniting them. It is required by God's commandment. Respect for parents, filial piety, derives from gratitude toward those who, by the gift of life, their love and their work, have brought their children into the world and enabled them to grow in stature, wisdom, and grace. With all your heart, honor your father. And do not forget the birth pangs of your mother. Remember that through your parents you were born. What can you give back to them that equals their gift to you? Filial respect is shown true docility and obedience. 
My son, keep your father's commandment, and forsake not your mother's teaching. When you walk, they will lead you. When you lie down, they will watch over you. And when you awake, they will talk with you. A wise son hears his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. As long as a child lives at home with his parents, the child should obey his parents in all that they ask of him, when it is for his good, or that of the family. Children, obey your parents in everything, for this pleases the Lord. Children should also obey the reasonable directions of their teachers, and all to whom their parents have entrusted them. But if a child is convinced in conscience that it would be morally wrong to obey a particular order, he must not do so. As they grow up, children should continue to respect their parents. They should anticipate their wishes, willingly seek their advice, and accept their, their just admonitions. Obedience toward parents ceases with the emancipation of the children. Not so respect which is always owed to them. This respect has its roots in the fear of God, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. The commandment reminds grown children of their responsibilities toward their parents. As much as they can, they must give them material and moral support in old age and in times of illness, loneliness, or distress. Jesus recalls this duty of gratitude. For the Lord honored the Father above the children, and he confirmed the right of the mother over her sons. Whoever honors his father atones for sins, and whoever glorifies his mother is like one who lays up treasure. Whoever honors his father will be gladdened by his own children, and when he prays he will be heard. Whoever glorifies his father will have long life, and whoever obeys the Lord will refresh his mother. O oh, son, help your father in his old age. And do not grieve him as long as he lives. Even if he is lacking in understanding, show forbearance. In all your strength, do not despise him. Whoever forsakes his father is like a blasphemer, and whoever angers his mother is cursed by the Lord. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.